a contributor to the Harvard Business Review, that is Bill Taylor, argues that uh, one great programmer is better than a thousand average ones. To which readers reply that one great, one Shakespeare is better than a thousand. Bill Taylor's Bill Taylor is a founder of the first com- uh, first company magazine an entrepreneurship uh, magazine so which and this uh, this trend that one get programmer is better than a thousand average ones is what is fueling what is known as acquiring in silicon valley so basically acquiring is acquiring where a big company acquires a startup not for and the value of the company per se, but to get those prized employees in that company. So to get that skill of those employees. So that's what's known as acquiring. But, okay, back to that statement by Bill Taylor that one great programmer is equal to, is better than a thousand average ones. Or it could be said that one, one great employee is better than a thousand average ones but the thing is how do you quantify the value of an employee to a company or the value of a programmer to a company so is that why the ceo pay has ballooned from 10 times the average the lowest paid worker in 1990s in 1990 to now a thousand times the average uh, the factory floor worker today so the CEO pay really justified. So, but then again, what if this one great worker, one great programmer, one great genius does not have the skills to relate to people, uh, is, is low on soft skills as they call them. So for me, I think it depends really. If, the, if, one, if that genius programmer, that genius worker has, can work in a team, can fit in the company then, can fit within the company culture then, go for it. Pay her as high as possible. But if that one genius worker, that one genius programmer cannot fit within the company culture, has uh, queer behaviors, is a jerk, so to speak, then I think a, a thousand average uh, workers that are willing and able to learn that can that have the soft skills required they are far better than the one genius program after all someone said I think it's Thomas Edison said genius is 2% talent 98% perspiration that's hard work so it just basically means that these average ones can be trained to reach the genius level ones. And you can look even in football at first. Uh, Lionel Messi, that is a Barcelona player, truly outclassed Cristiano Ronaldo in everything, in goals, in matchups, in uh, dribbling first players. But Cristiano Ronaldo put up so much training and now they are at par. And uh, and Cristiano Ronaldo is a goal scoring machine. 
So you can just look at how an average player with the, an average worker with the right environment and the right training, the right hard work can match up to genius levels given uh, time. So I would think that uh, Bill Taylor was obviously wrong in saying that one great programmer is better than a thousand average ones. But then that brings us to the question what's that uh, brings us to the question what really is the uh, sweet spot, the fine line between the hard technical skills in <coughs> and the soft skills in <coughs> in an employee. What is the fine balance between the hard technical skills and the soft skills in a job candidate? Which brings me back again to my point that that the hard technical skills can be measured through IQ tests like the aptitude test, uh, academic grades or college transcripts, or work experience, portfolio, past work experience. And the soft skills, that is how someone can work within a team, uh, their behavior, that is harder to measure, but some companies like the big four accountancy firms, that is PwC, Deloitte, Price, uh, Instant Young, and KPMG, they came up with some personality tests that can predict the behavior of an employee once in the company and whether that employee fits within the company culture. So it can so soft skills can be measured through a personality test, though I feel like it's not an exact science, but they're trying. So these companies and some like uh, Procter & Gamble, Diageo and Unilever, uh, those ones administer personality tests. But we still don't know what's the ratio of the hard technical skills to the soft skills in an employee. And I guess that's a great area of research that will bring up surprising results and could unlock the future potential of companies. So get these ideas on the future of work in my book that is the new Africa Rising. That's the new Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okanga is available on Amazon.com for only $4.99. I've attached the link at the top of this episode. Just copy and paste it into your browser and begin reading the first 20 pages for free. So in the book, I basically address how Africa can move from the periphery of world affairs to the front and center where it can be leader of the world. And in that saying, I call Africa the 1% continent. So that basically means it contributes 1% to the global economic output. So 1% of stock market activity, 1% of global trade, 1% of new patents, 1% of research output, name them. So how can this 1% continent move to be the 70% continent that contributes 70% to the world economic output? And that's simple. We just produce what we consume and consume what we produce. We have the raw materials. So the Made in Africa brand has to sell. Right now, it's a marketer's, it's a marketer's worst nightmare. Imagine that. The Made in Africa brand right now is a, is a marketer's worst nightmare. The Made in Africa brand right now is a marketer's worst nightmare. And so that needs to change. It needs to 
be a marketer's daylight point so that they know their Made in Africa brand will sell tons and tons and tons and that should be and that should lift Africa from 1.5 trillion dollars GDP to 150 trillion dollars GDP within the next 25 years and that makes me a madman that you should see a psychiatrist because how can this god for second place be seven times the economy of the United States? That's I know that's your question but it can be done because we produce the natural resources, the minerals for the world only to make others wealthy but it leaves us poor. There'll be a lot of geopolitics involved but there's nothing as powerful, as they say, there's nothing as powerful as an idea whose time has come. And an idea whose time has come is true before Africa to be the main actor, to be the main actor, to be on the stage. So you can get all these ideas in my book, that's the new Africa Rising. That's the new Africa Rising, it's available on Amazon.com for only $4.99. I've attached the link at the top, copy and paste it into your browser and begin reading the first 20 pages for free. If you like the feel, tone and of the book, the outline of the promise and potential of Africa. And frankly, those many ideas in the book are just not about Africa but the world. Do make a purchase of $4.99 only. So also these ideas you can get on my website www.mabinda.com. That is www.mabinda.com where Mabinda is M-A-B-I-N-D-A. That is M-A-B-I-N-D-A. www.mabinda.com. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to another episode in the next 50 minutes. We upload episodes every hour. Thank you so much.